0: What the Word of God does and is designed to do is first to expose the sin of our hearts, to expose our hypocrisy, to expose our sinfulness and our corruption and our depravity. And of course it does that with the design that we would see our sin and turn to the solution, Jesus Christ.
1: You're listening to the Calvary Cast, Passion Week 2020. These podcasts will serve as daily devotionals, walking you through the final days of Jesus' life on earth. Tuesday, March 31st, 33 A.D. As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots, and Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed is withered. And Jesus answered them, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And whenever you stand praying, forgive, if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. And they came again to Jerusalem, and as he was walking in the temple, the chief priests and the scribes and the elders came to him, and they said to him, By what authority are you doing these things? Or who gave you this authority to do them? Jesus said to them, I will ask you one question. Answer me and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Was the baptism of John from heaven or from man? Answer me. And they discussed it with one another, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why then did you not believe him? But shall we say, From man? They were afraid of the people, for they all held that John really was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. And he began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard and put a fence around it, and dug a pit for the winepress and built a tower, and leased it to tenants, and went into another country. When the season came, he sent a servant to the tenants to get from them some of the fruit of the vineyard. And they took him, and beat him, and sent him away empty-handed. Again he sent to them another servant, and they struck him on the head and treated him shamefully. And he sent another, and him they killed. And so with many others, some they beat and some they killed. He had still one an, one other, a beloved son. Finally he sent him to them, saying, They will respect my son. But those tenants said to one another, This is the heir! Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. And they took him and killed him and threw him out of the vineyard. What will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. Have you not read this scripture? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And they were seeking to arrest him, but feared the people, for they perceived that he had told the parable against them. So they left him and went away. And they sent to him some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians to trap him in his talk. And they came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are true and do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a denarius and let me look at it. And they brought one. And he said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. Jesus said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him. And Sadducees came to him who say that there is no resurrection. And they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but leaves no child, the man must take the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. There were seven brothers. The first took a wife, and when he died, left no offspring. And the second took her and died, leaving no offspring, and the third likewise, and the seven left no offspring. Last of all, the woman also died. In the resurrection, when they rise again, whose wife will she be? For the seven had her as wife. Jesus said to them, Is this not the reason you are wrong, because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the dead being raised, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the bush, how God spoke to him, saying, I am the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are quite wrong. And one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that he answered them well, asked him, Which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus answered, And to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. And as Jesus taught in the temple, he said, How can the scribes say that the Christ is the son of David? David himself in the Holy Spirit declared, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord, so how is he his son? And the great throng heard him gladly. And in his teaching, he said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and like greetings in the marketplaces and have the best seats in the synagogues, in the places of honor at feasts, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. And as he came out of the temple, one of the disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. And as he sat on the Mount of Olives, opposite the temple, For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. These are but the beginning of the birth pains. But be on your guard, for they will deliver you over to councils, and you will be beaten in synagogues. And you will stand before governors and kings for my sake, to bear witness before them. And the gospel must first be proclaimed to all nations. And when they bring you to trial and deliver you over, do not be anxious beforehand what you are to say, but say whatever is given you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. And brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father is child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. But when you see the abomination of desolation standing where he ought not to be, For in those days there will be such tribulation as as has not been from the beginning of the creation that God created until now and never will be. And if the Lord had not cut short the days, no human being would be saved. But for the sake of the elect, whom he chose, he shortened the days. And then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or look, there he is, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and perform signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, the elect. But be on guard, I have told you all things beforehand. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in heaven will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branches become tender and puts out its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. in the evening, or at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or in the morning, lest he come suddenly and find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to all: Stay awake.
0: So today's readings come from uh, Tuesday of the Passion Week of our Lord, and um, we've seen Jesus now as King. We've seen him as Judge, and today. I think we really see Jesus as prophet. And on this day, there was a lot of teaching going on. And uh, prophetic in nature, and I think in both two ways. Um, The first way is that Jesus was calling out the religious leaders on their hypocrisy. Uh, He gives the woes to the scribes and Pharisees here. He gives some, uh, some parables that were designed to call out the sin of the religious leaders, and specifically the sin of hypocrisy, they were outwardly trying to conform to the law, acting like they were religious, and probably in the eyes of the people, they they appeared very religious, very godly. But Jesus knew the hearts, and uh, his uh, his speech against them was uh, it was very direct, uh, and very much calling out the issues of their heart and how their hearts were far from God and full of sin. And so he pronounces woes upon them. If you've ever read through the Old Testament prophets, it reads kind of the same as many of those prophets and as they would uh, be inspired of God and be uh, prophesying against Israel or uh, the nations around Israel and God's judgment against uh, sin them. And this is important, too, for the Passion Week to think about this. Jesus knew that he was headed to the cross, and He came into Jerusalem knowing what would happen, and it just seems like in this particular week he went out of his way to continue to ensure that would happen, starting with the triumphal entry when he came in this big display of being the king, and and then, of course, his activities in the temple of driving out the money changers and that, and then to, to, to teach against the religious leaders he knew would uh, have him arrested and turned over to the Romans. Jesus knew what was going to happen to him, and he was really setting the stage for that and, and continuing to do things that he knew would end him uh, up on the cross on the upcoming Friday. But he was calling out as a prophet uh, their sins, and I thought about this and as we were reflecting on this passage. Um, the Word of God has that effect for us. What the Word of God does and is designed to do is first to expose the sin of our hearts, to expose our hypocrisy, to expose our sinfulness and our corruption and our depravity. And of course it does that with the design that we would see our sin and turn to the solution, Jesus Christ The scribes and the Pharisees may have admitted they had sinned, but they thought the solution was make themselves better and to keep the law and and try to do that in an outward conformity. Really, the solution is Jesus, the forgiveness we receive from the cross, and the new life that we get through his Holy Spirit. So when you're reading in the Scriptures and it's exposing your own sinfulness, don't run from that. Embrace it and then look to Jesus Christ for that. And then also in this section, it's very lengthy in uh, 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 the Gospels on this day, the, the Tuesday of the Passion Week, and uh, there's a lot of material there, a lot of teaching, but one of the things Jesus does as prophet here is foretells the future. First, he deals with the destruction of Jerusalem that did happen in AD 70, and sometimes as you're reading through this passage, we it's not always clear whether he's referring to that Uh, immediate uh, thing that was going to happen uh, just a short number of decades later uh, in the destruction of the temple, or of the coming of the end of the age, uh, what we often refer to as the last days or the end times. But I think the point to keep in mind is this, that Jesus is going to return again. And in the meantime, he warns his disciples of false teachers, and he warns his disciples of Uh, uh, trials and tribulations and even persecution that would come upon the people of God um, because because of the fact that they live in this sinful world and they represent Jesus. But the encouragement for us is this. No matter how bad the times are getting, we have a hope. We have an eternal hope that Christ will return again. And in the the hardest of times, really, what does that cultivate in our hearts or what should it cultivate is that hope, that confident expectation of future good, a longing that says this world does not give me everything that I desire. Only Jesus can do that. And in the coming age when we get to be in his presence forever. So once again, we'll ask you this. Uh, as we analyze the the first coming of Christ and his pa- the Passion Week of Christ, we'll ask this question: Are you ready for His return again? Um, have you repented of your sins and put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ so that you can look forward to His coming again? You can look forward to Him ushering in the kingdom and us getting to live in His glorious presence forever. I hope. You have, I hope you are looking to Jesus Christ so that you can um, rejoice even in trials and tribulations.
1: The Calvary Cast is a ministry of Calvary Bible Church in Grand Junction, Colorado. In Calvary, we exist for the glory of God, the good of His people, and the Great Commission. You can find out more about Calvary by visiting our website, calvarybiblechurchgj.org. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Thanks for listening.